0: Okay, well, let's get started here. Okay. Okay. All right, let's do
1: it. All
0: right. Hi, I'm Steve Bogner, Managing Partner at Insight Consulting Partners with the SAP HCM Insights Podcast. For this session, Sven Ringling and I are talking about a number of different things. So, hi Sven, how are you doing? I'm fine, fine. How are you, Steve? Yeah, doing well, doing well. It's a Friday as we're recording this and I'm looking forward to the weekend and spring hasn't quite made it here to Cincinnati, but it's getting better. How, how about London? Do you have spring yet? I think it's
1: already gone. I think summer is gone too. Uh, oh. It's now, it's now autumn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too bad. Uh, on the I mean, on the positive, I'm five hours closer to the weekend than you are.
0: No, that's true. That's true. Ah, oh. all right. Well, here we go. Let's let's see. What are we gonna do here? So the uh, things I wanted to talk with you about are uh, around Concur, and maybe some um, things about HR 2016 in Vienna. Yeah. Um first of all let's let's get a little background I know you're deep into Concur and you have a Concur partnership and you were at the Concur Fusion user conference a while ago. Um, tell me you know how was how was that and what was what was that like and and what can customers
1: look forward to? Well it it was definitely a very impressive event yeah. to begin with it was the first time I was attending the, the big Fusion conference. Um it's quite impressive how many people you can get around a topic like travel and expense and how many mm. different interesting sessions you can do so i think it was something like 2700 delegates wow uh, so quite quite a big event yeah um and yeah I, the, my biggest problem was that it was just myself and i couldn't split myself into two or three for the many interesting sessions yeah um Yeah, but uh, the the ones I attended and the the information I got in in conversations between sessions and and after sessions um, was very helpful and there were quite a few interesting announcements and maybe starting with what our SAP-based customers will probably find most interesting is the new integration package. Um, mm-hmm. So far, integration between Concur and, and the SAP solutions wasn't very strong. Uh, I still have to met somebody who loved the old Boomi based integration. Um, mm-hmm. And now they, on the conference, they demoed the new integration package, um, which is surprisingly easy to deploy. So, it's uh, an add-on that you can download and deploy to your ERP system. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's going to be in uh, early adopter shipment as we speak. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's covering three major topics. It will distribute cost objects from your financial system to Concur. So, that's cost centers, uh, WBS elements, projects, all all these things. Um, It will then, the other direction, allow you to post your expenses right into the finance solution. Mm -hmm. And eventually, for our HR customers, of course, uh, we will get the user integration. So the HR master data um, will be able to be mapped field by field. You can use any info type field you want. To the Concur user master records. Nice. Um, it's all uh, it's all based on one single RFC connection you have to establish between the system. There's no middleware required.
0: I was going to ask if
1: there's PI or HCI in the middle, but it sounds like the, it isn't. It isn't. They they said you can use PI if for some reason you do not want that direct connection, mm-hmm. um, or if you don't like things being too simple. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you put, but you don't have to. Um, okay. And from a security point, um, that's some feedback also they got from customers. It's always going to be the on-premise system that is opening the connection. So, mm-hmm. Concur only ever answering uh, mm-hmm. the request from the on-premise system. So, okay. you, you don't have to be afraid that something outside pretends to be your Concur instance. Right. Uh, goes into your ERP system, which is I think quite a good design um so and it it looks looks really good i'm looking forward to hopefully getting the the add-on package as well as the as an early adopter in the next few weeks and play with it. Mm-hmm. It's not doing everything yet, but i think that's the three main points um mm-hmm. it's not uh it's only dealing with the um, e r p on premise e r p at the moment so it's not yet dealing with s four that's on the roadmap And the master data integration also is on-prem. It's not yet dealing with employee central, Mm -hmm. but that's also on the roadmap. Okay. And the other little gap at the moment is integration into payroll. If you have taxable elements or if you pay through payroll, so that at the moment isn't there yet, Uh, you can obviously do your own thing using the standard accounting extract SAE file from Concur. That's actually something we, we, because it's a temporary gap we we knew would be there, uh, we we built a little template um, and a couple of customers are using that, um, for the interim, mm-hmm. because most customers or a lot of customers come from the on-premise travel management anyway, right? And we basically just put the data into the old um, travel management clusters. And from there, just use the standard integration into payroll. Oh, that's nice. So
0: it looks transparent then to payroll.
1: Yeah. And yeah. you don't have to change anything on payroll if you used on-prem travel management before. Mm-hmm. Because from the point you have the data on the travel cluster, it does exactly the same as you sure. used to do before. So
0: let me, let me ask you a question, Sven. This is something I've uh, pondered, but I haven't really come up with uh, pros and cons a whole lot about – you know, you mentioned about if customers want to bring the data back to pay through payroll or to process taxable elements through payroll. Do um, you, you know? Do you have a, a best practice or a recommendation for, to pay through payroll or to pay through the the T and E DME or through accounts payable? Um, do you have any preferences or guidance for people or,
1: or uh, guidelines? I guess. I think for for payment, um, our preference. Is- Always ever been uh, to go through accounts payable, yeah. Because um, you you don't uh, you don't depend on the periodicity you have in payroll. You can pay faster, mm-hmm. uh, which is usually also the way to get away from advance payments. If you don't uh, wait for too long with paying, um, it's very transparent. It's, you don't have things in payroll. You don't have to have there. Mm-hmm. I guess as a payroll expert, you always also like it if it's as clean as possible and mm-hmm. uh, you don't have random things going through from, from expenses. But that's basically our standard assumption always is go through AP. It mm-hmm. works very well in, in an SAP setup. Um, and my, my last preference is the built-in DME in the travel expense yeah. uh, solution. Because that doesn't really deal with overpayment at all, mm. so if you have an advance payment that was too high or if you just made a mistake, <clears throat> and then you have to correct it and and it uh results in an overpayment. Mm-hmm. The system isn't tracking that it just when you when you create the d m e on the lock, it says there's an overpayment of twenty five pounds forty seven for Peter Smith, and mm-hmm. that's it. If you mm-hmm. don't spot this and and put something into payroll or put a, uh, a sticky note on your screen, uh, mm-hmm. it's gone. So that's the brilliant thing of when going through AP. You really manage these overpayments very well.
0: Got it. You know, a, a lot of my customers um, are pushing as much as they can through to corporate credit cards, corporate yeah. travel cards, right? So then – the The number of actual cash reimbursements are really, really low at that point, so I think that that seems to be a good practice too and you know because if you if we can r- reduce the number of payments going through either a p or payroll,
1: then um, that's always going to be better i think that's the in the ideal world, you don't have any cash payments I mean there are European governments who are already saying, why don't we abolish cash it would will- Take some time, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for uh, sure. But uh, when there are obvious reasons for them, uh, uh, will be much more difficult to evade tax if you if everything is electronic. Mm-hmm. Um, but until that happens, yeah, there will always be some cash payments. There will always be the case for where the corporate card isn't accepted and, and the, mm-hmm. the traveler pays with their own card. Mm-hmm. There may always be cases where a traveler goes out of policy because they want to pay with their own card because then they have their loyalty program on there. Mm, okay. Um but there are also customers and, and actually that's something I, I can also see the benefit and, and I, I like this where they give their employees corporate cards um and they have a, a long payment target so they only get uh to, to really pay, get the deduction from their account maybe after 10 weeks or so, mm. but it doesn't, it goes out of the employee's account rather than the the company's account. Mm. The reason for this is that not every employee who's traveling is perfect and very well organized. <laughs> and. It's just always better for the company if the pressure to provide the receipts uh, and to give proof that it's actually been a business expense is on the employee okay um, and if you if you go with the corporate cards um, they don't have the pressure to actually do their expense reports they have mm-hmm. other things to do um, they may delay it for months and months because it's not they are not out of pocket. Mm. And um, the other thing is, if if something goes onto the corporate card that is not a business expense, some somebody watched a video in the hotel or accidentally paid some sweets at the petrol station, whatever, mm-hmm. um, then you have to come up with a process for the employee to pay that back or deduct it from something. Right. It's... Right. But it's well.
0: Yeah, I have a solution for slow expense reporting, and that's. Put it in the employee's performance and goals. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that that would be nice. I, I I don't see that happening much, but um, well, that that sounds good on Concur. It sounds like Concur and SAP are coming, uh, coming along really well and working together and doing the integration and uh, Concur's you know becoming part of the SAP family. That's that's nice to hear.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the the integration that that really does look. And, and well thought through. And was, mm-hmm. I mean, it was definitely much quicker to get the first integration out than it was um, after the SuccessFactors acquisition. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. So well, they're maybe. getting better at it, I guess. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> t- so tell me about HR 2016. You know, we had HR 2016 in Las Vegas at the SAP HR Insider Conference. Yeah. Um, a while ago. That was back in, goodness, February. Um, and, and the next one is coming up in... Vienna, I guess, which would be great to go to, but uh, I won't be able to make that. But I believe you are, and I think Martin might be also. So um, tell me about the HR 2016 in Vienna and and maybe a preview of of what you'll be doing there.
1: Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, The main conference is the 21st to the 23rd of June in Vienna, Mm -hmm. and – yeah, it definitely looks like a, a very interesting agenda, and you can you can see that uh, these days it's not always easy for the organizers to uh, to serve both kind of customers: those who don't want to know anything about on-premise yeah. anymore, and only want the, the shiny new world of the cloud. But then there are other customers uh, who said that's all fine, and maybe we do this or that talent module, but we still want to have sessions to see how we can get the most out of our on-prem solutions because mm-hmm. we really think uh, some of them we are going to use for another nine years. Mm-hmm. Um, so they try to bridge that gap, um, but it's it will probably di- be be difficult to offer the full uh, portfolio for both groups. I would still, from what I've seen, say it's worthwhile for both um uh, parties uh, to actually go to Vienna, even mm-hmm. if you don't have uh, the same number of sessions on, on each topic, half half of the value comes from talking to, to your peers, talking to experts mm-hmm. anyway. And if yeah. you make good use of that, it will still be a worthwhile event to attend. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will be split halfway through myself. Um, I will be delivering one uh, on premise session about um, about global rollouts and then looking in particular at the structures in HCM so enterprise structure organizational structure employee structure um, you know how to best deal with that if you add countries mm-hmm. um, and I will have one uh, pure cloud session talking about uh, reporting tools. Um, so it's not, not the workforce analytics tool, but the reporting tools that come with the platform and, and work with all the all the modules without an, an extra license, which I I think are quite underused at the moment. A lot of customers are not really aware that there's more than just the ad hoc reporting. Mm-hmm. Um, they can do that. They, they could build dashboards with UCALC or Integrate Word templates and uh, or use the online report designer. There are quite a few tools, um, and my third session will be half half. Really, in itself, talking about time management, which used to be one of the on-premise mm. modules I worked in a lot, and and about how to move time management into the cloud and when to move. Um, how, what what does time of an employee central and timesheet and employee central do how does the roadmap look like mm-hmm. and if that's not doing it what other alternatives are mm-hmm. there so I'm really half half this year well,
0: that that'll be a great topic I get a lot of questions from customers on time management too um you know they've they've put a lot of time and effort into sap's time evaluation time management and um, you know they're hearing that that doesn't become part of EC payroll, and then they hear that this isn't going to be going to S for HANA, and so it leaves them with a lot of questions. And you know, just explaining SAP's roadmap for that, I think um, it's it's a it's a popular topic. So I'm sure you'll have a big session for that too.
1: It's it's popular and it's also it's not easy to draw the line what yeah is possible and what isn't. I mean, I really do like the employee central solution. Um, but you have to give timesheet some time if you excuse the pun <laughs> um it's a very new solution and it's it's really good uh, as it is but obviously there are more features coming with, with every release oh yeah so a lot of customers would probably see in in a year or less than a year that it's perfect even though today it's not yet doing what they need mhm and and the other thing that's quite difficult to judge is uh you mentioned employee central payroll um what what do i how do I get time related data into payroll um when when I have the payroll in the cloud and um we've recently been talking about this also with people from product management and there has been some announcements that um particularly while timesheet is, is still not covering everything um s a p does allow some exceptions, so on a case by case basis mm-hmm. you you could actually uh use some time management features in in your uh e c payroll instance i think mm-hmm. they they made an exception for some very complicated rules they have in Australia about uh uh, about absence quota accruals so, i, I okay. don't know what what it really is, but I've heard from Australian colleagues that it's quite um quite messy and difficult so mm-hmm. there's now more possible the, the only thing they they definitely will never allow that you basically through the back door run a full time evaluation on your e c payroll mm-hmm. and and they also won't um won't want you to to put uh, um Self-service for time yeah. on that EC payroll instance. Yeah. Um, but they, they on the other hand, they say if there are legal requirements, you, you need to run your payroll in the cloud. We will help you to make this happen, uh, even if you have to use some of the features from on-premise time management.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, Sven. Thanks for the time and and all the perspective. You, you told me five cities in five days next week.
1: Yes, including Waldorf. Well, it's not a city, it's a village, isn't it? But it's still, <laughs> it's still sub. It still counts,
0: yeah, exactly. Well, have yeah. fun traveling, and thanks, and have a great weekend. Thank
1: you. And great weekend to All you right, too, thanks. Steve. Cheers, bye.